Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Uh, it's Forbes Factor Podcast. I'm sitting here. I'm actually a little cold today around the country. If you're listening live, it is cold. Uh, but luckily, I'm down here in Tampa. I'm warm, and I will tell you, uh, I'm all about being hot. All right, so today's focus is about branding, how to become a brand new you, no pun intended. But what does it mean to brand? I have a very special guest that you're going to want to meet uh, with a phenomenal background on creating entrepreneurs and success stories. But for a second before we do that, let me just jump in by welcoming you and talking about the nature of what a brand is. You know, it's a very confusing concept. Uh, you see brands all the time. And you buy because of brands, because a brand is basically something that is trusted to be what you think it is. Now, it's funny because I, I teach this a lot. And uh, in fact, today's show is sponsored by my training called OPP, Other People's Platforms. If you go to www.opp with Forbes, you'll see the most amazing, affordable, personal MBA, a master's in business uh it is a way that you understand who and what you are so that you can be a guest on people's platforms and, and how you really grow your company for a very small investment uh, with a very large return. And so, you know, it's funny as I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about college and the ROI, the return on investment for me for college was not very good. I was a poli-sci major, the history and a minor in history, and I graduated with two degrees in three years. I was in a hurry to get out of there. But think about college brands. If I say the name Harvard, if I say Yale, two very different energies. If I say MIT, just those three letters all of a sudden brought up a brand of engineers. Harvard brought up, maybe for you, or for me certainly, you know, sophistication and old world. For uh, if you say Notre Dame, you're thinking football. But how does two words mean so much? Uh, because they've created a brand, a feel around something, whether artificial or not. You know, we see a white check and all of a sudden we're thinking reliable sneakers or athletic brand. Wow. You see two golden arches and you're like, oh, you know, prefabbed hamburgers. You also know that when you see those arches, whether you see them in Saudi Arabia or in Southern California, you have a sense that the food there will always taste the same. Same thing with Starbucks and a lot of other established brands. Uh, Coca-Cola, one of the most recognized brands ever. I just watched a docu-series I highly recommend. I always bring you the insider things that keep me going every day. And it's called American Playboy. And it's the story of Hugh Hefner and how he created the entire Playboy magazine and the Playboy empire. At one point, he had a $5 million black personal jet, uh, casinos around the world. And just how he as one man created what he did. And when he went to do a logo, had one of his staff people draw that little bunny, two ears and a one eye, do you know that the Playboy Bunny logo is the third most recognizable logo around the world? And so you're like, well, but Forbes, how does that relate to me? Well, you are a brand no matter what. You're a brand in your family. You're the guy who always shows up late. You're the girl who always brings dessert. You're the one we can always talk to. You're a brand in your family. And I'm going to share something with you. As a human, as an entrepreneur, as a business, if you don't brand you, somebody else will. And so our special guest today is going to talk about some of the genius ways to brand yourself, why, why it's important, and why, if you don't, that so many entrepreneurs fail. And I'm going to say that many people fail because they're just damn generic. I'm a life coach. Yay for you. I'm a speaker. I'm an entrepreneur. You didn't say anything. Well, no, Forbes, I'm an entrepreneur who specializes in nursing homes for kids who have autism and Asperger's. Oh, then I get into the, why do you do that? Well, because maybe you had a son. I am one of my clients like this. And when you get into the weeds of what the brand is and why she's created that as her mission, wow, very powerful. And when your mission is solid. So for many of you, you know, I have a fitness product. I have a fitness product called Spin Gym. 
Well, there's a brand, there's a brand around Zumba, there's a brand around Orange Theory, there's a brand around a lot of things. And so when we're thinking about brands, you want to think of color, style, culture, mission, vision, core. This is why I teach on this, guys, because it's not as a parent. I think when most people see a brand, you see the tip of the iceberg above the water, you do not see all the strategy that went into that color, that font, that feel. And, and so often I, I work with entrepreneurs, they don't want to be bothered doing any of this. And I will tell you, if you don't, you will not easily win in whatever field that you're in. So I hope that gives a little insight into where we're going today. I know that we are live on Facebook. I'm listening to Miss Glenda and Regina and so many of my other fans who have tuned in. Thank you guys very much for being here. And I would like to introduce, I'm going to give him some extra time too, because I'm excited to meet him. Uh, will you give a round warm applause for Mr. Alessio Tramantosi? Let's see if I did his name justice. Tramantosi, yeah? You nearly got a Forbes. It's I mean, Tramontozzi. Nearly uh, got it. Alessio Tramontozzi. Nearly got a Forbes. You know, if I've you, heard worse. If you've got that accent, you have, there's something that's just so, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, you know? Alessio, where are you from? I'm in Dublin, Ireland. I'm just outside Dublin, Ireland. You sound so Irish. No. Yeah. yeah so I get that a lot, right? Because everybody, they read my name and they're like, that doesn't sound Irish. Like, that's not like Paddy or, or Patrick, right? Or Riley. O'Reilly, yeah, right. You're, you sound more Irish than I do, right? So, um, but I'm originally Italian. My parents are both Italian and they emigrated over here. So I lived my whole life in Ireland. Really? That's so funny because you don't sound it. I mean, I'm from New York. If you ask me to talk like yeah. I come from here, I definitely sound like I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Very hard to get. So have you mm -hmm. been to Italy? Yeah, just outside Rome, a place yeah. called San Donato. Beautiful. I have been down to Brindisi outside Lovely, of Rome, yeah. and I shot a movie in the same castle that Tom Cruise got married got in. Married. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's funny. What a small. That's movie. crazy, right? Ah, it's great. But you know, <laughs> I, this is what I'm missing about all the, the restrictions about travel is I love to travel. I've been traveling my whole life. My two twins, they're 19 years old. They just came back from three weeks of surfing in Guatemala. That's crazy. You know, if you, I believe to become a child of the world, you understand other people, you are more well-rounded. I, I just think everyone should travel. I agree. I, I think I see, I watched a video a couple of weeks back where Gary Vee spoke about somebody going to university to become well-rounded. And he was like, well, why don't you send them to Europe for three months and see how well-rounded they will become? The ROI is so much bigger, right? I agree. Between, you know, and it's funny because one language barrier is a fun thing to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. To understand that you are not the center of your universe. Your language is not the center of everybody's world. Whatever language it is, even a billion Chinese, still not the center of everyone's language. Mm -hmm. And eating foods and, and looking at cultures. I, I love it. I mean, I, I was blessed to go out to France and to stay with a friend of mine who didn't even own a refrigerator. They had a vineyard. And every day, this is 20 some odd years ago, you had to go get fresh everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you I had to learn how to say it too. Like that, that, it's such a great experience, right? Like just now, being able to mix with people, it's just, it's insane. Now, to me, you look very young. May I ask your 20, age? 28. Yeah, I think I have older wear under than that. I'm 28, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're about 29, Forbes, right? You're about you 29, know. 30 years old. No, you know, I may look 29 and that's how I sell skincare, but I'm very happy <laughs> not to be 29. Uh, although I had a great, my 20s were awesome. And I did travel mostly in my 20s. Mm -hmm. um, how do you come to what you do at such a young age? Um, I'll be honest, when people ask me, like, how did I come to do this? I'll be honest, it was a mistake, right? Because what happened was I got out of college, I was extremely young. I was um, 18, not even nine, I was just going 19. And I just started to kind of get into social media. And I stumbled upon a few courses, and I really liked it, right? And it just kind of stuck with me. And I was lucky to have a mentor, one of my first mentors to really ingrain with me personal development right? And just be always learning. And I just caught myself in kind of like that rabbit hole. And I found myself now nearly 10 years later, I'm like, damn, I've been in this for 10 years. Like, it's just, and that's just how it happened. Well, I will tell you, and I'm joking for other people's sake, but I am the mother of two 19-year-old entrepreneurs who mm -hmm. my daughter started when she was 10. She made her first $10,000. And at 18, having just graduated high school, she just made her first million, 1.2. Awesome. In a year business. 
So I, while I'm joking, I and we're writing a book called Every Company Needs a Kid. And what I that agree. means is that you, anyone at a certain age, sees life different, especially now that you were born with a cell phone in your hand and life happens faster. You know, I mean, did you get more out of the courses you took after college than the ones you took in college? Oh, definitely. Like, I, I remember when I, it's funny because when I went into college, like marketing was one of the classes I took because I thought it was just an easy class. And then when I left college and I got just, you know, I, I found myself around these people who were experts in their field. I really understood that it's not that. It's just what you said, right? Like when people build their brands, there's tonality, there's the way you, you position your brand. All these things have a, a, an impact on how your brand is perceived, right? So there's so much that goes into it. Um, but definitely for me, it was, you know, what I learned after college, but not even what I learned from, let's say, course content from the mistakes I made, right? Because that's the thing, the biggest thing when you're young, right? Because you make mistakes super fast because especially, you know, being a young guy, right? And you're trying to, you know, prove yourself to the world and you're just, you're trying everything and, and you crash and burn so many times. But I think that I'm only hitting my stride the last couple of years, right? And I just think that the last 10 years, you know, most of it was just learning from my mistakes. And now it's like the time to really ramp up the operations up. Because what do you want to be? Who's your idols? My idol is, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I love Russell Brunson. Like Russell Brunson is somebody who I, I just love the way he's been able to take his company and empower other people. And um, to really like set up, set up online businesses from zero, right? Give people the opportunity to go out there uh, and create their own world, right? So it doesn't matter what it is, right? It could be selling, selling shoes. It could be running a marketing agency. It could be, you know, hosting podcasts, stuff like that, right? It's just, for me, it's people who give other people the opportunity to grow. And that's something that I'm very passionate about. And I, and I am looking into, and I still do to this day, in helping people do that and help them, you know, transmit their vision, their message to be their brand. What do your parents do? So my parents moved over here and they moved into the food business. They ran fast food places. Um, and that's what they did, fish and chips. That's what they did over here. My mom's side of the family, they all do that. It's been, it's been amazing. They did it to a little bit of a success. Um, and they really, you know, to me, they're my inspirations. They really are. I love, love, love that. We have a couple of comments from uh, Facebook right now. Lynn says, oh my God, just what I needed today. And I think- <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think you bring a very fresh, interesting perspective. And as you are my only guest today, I might actually do a, go more than one segment if that's okay with you. Go for it. I'm, I'm here. Um, so you're on this quest to be an entrepreneur. Now, Russell did something. For those of you who don't know Russell Brunson, he created a, uh, a SaaS platform, a platform where we all build our click funnel, our landing page, and create marketing. And he's got an incentive that if you get a million dollars through one of his funnels, he'll give you a big super prize. And a lot of my people have won that. It's powerful that he can empower so many people. And I know him and I know his dad. It certainly blew up, but he's a marketing whiz kid. Genius. What does it take for most of us to become marketing whiz kids in our own world? I think, you know, you, you got to understand what your goal is, right? Because I think that's the biggest problem. Most people don't know what their goal is, like what you are chasing uh, in, let's call it the marketing world, right? So why are you setting up your personal brand? And oftentimes I ask people and, and they don't have a straight answer. Like, and if you don't know where the end destination is, how oh, can you so build funny. Alice, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. You know yeah, what yeah. I think is interesting? I think we have to stop asking people and I think we have to start telling people what their goal is. Because the goals hmm. don't really change. And think about this. People ask me all the time, so Forbes, what do you want? My answer is world domination. What do you mean, what do I want? <laughs> I have millions of dollars. I have fan. I want more. I mean, and then you go, well, what does that mean? It's an hmm. odd thing to express these ethereal goals. I think we should tell people, you want like to that. have an, a, a system that works while you sleep that prints you money. Does everybody, oh. that's a good thing for everyone, right? That, yeah, 100%. I think that, that's, that's the whole thing, right? If you build a personal brand, you know, that's just really your rocket fuel to having that system that will print you money 24-7, right? Right. And so, so if I somebody think says, so wait, if we say to somebody, all right, so you, you come to someone comes to a client, we're going to build their brand. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that. And you look at them and forget, because I think a lot of the times, like a coffee cup right here, that you're in the cup, this is you, and you can't see what it says. You can't see there's a cute little picture of me on the outside. So you really don't know because you're not out there in the world. You see lots of people. 
And so for people listening to you, they have a blog, they're an entrepreneur, they maybe written a book. Where do you start with creating a brand for them? So for me, I start with the end in mind, right? So for me, it's like, I say to people, let's not try and reinvent the wheel just yet, right? Because this is a mistake. And this is, again, learning from one of my mistakes. When I came into the game of marketing, I was always like, I'm going to create this new system that's going to work out really great. And little did I know it crash and burn, right? So now what we do is when we take a client on, we will build a list of people of who are their ideal partners and, and their competition, right? And see what they're doing. And then from there, we reverse engineer our way back. And I, I believe that there's three pillars when it comes to preparing and building a personal brand. It's preparation, packaging, and presentation. You nail those three things down, you got a, you, you got a personal brand that's to be reckoned with. So for me, it's starting with the end in mind and working my way back. All right. So preparation, what does that mean? Preparation means understanding what is the goal with your personal brand? Who are you going to serve? Um, it's also understanding in what way you're going to serve them. So what platforms um, are you going to focus yourself on? Audio, text, video, podcast. Um, then obviously when it comes to after preparation, you go into uh, packaging. So how do you package your offer? How are you going to package out your content? What you do? How are you creating that package? And how it, and then it transitions I swear, into... So slow down. So what do, what do, I don't want to talk engineer. I got a lot of people listening who are really excited to hear about mm -hmm. this. Packaging. What does that mean? Packaging means how are you taking your knowledge, your expertise, and packaging it in a way through your messaging, through your, your content, through what it is that you believe in, your core values, and then transitioning it to your presentation stage where it's putting it out to the masses, right? So packaging it in a way. Wait, hang on. So on that note, we're all hanging here. I was so excited by listening to you. I forgot that we actually need to take a commercial break. So, Sounds good. Uh, so please don't go away, everybody. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. My special guest is talking about a brand new you. You're going to want to come back right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show here's forbes riley 
Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I'm here with a beautiful guest. He's part Italian, part... I No, he's living in Ireland. He's not really Irish. I'm Irish. And I'm not really <laughs> Irish either. I have an Irish name. Go figure. You know what? It doesn't matter. What he is is an upstart 28-year-old who's figured out how important branding is, and he's bringing that to you. Alessio, welcome back. Great to be here. All right. So we're talking about entrepreneurs and what branding is. Mm-hmm. Now, for you, I get this question all the time. What's your social media of choice? Okay, so I personally think if you're, st- I think right now, if you were to start right now, I would say to you go on YouTube because it's search based and it can become evergreen. Um, what I say to people is you can easily find out what's working, find out what people are searching online so you can easily go out there, model what's working so that you can obviously stay to your core values, but publish it out there and then repurpose your way down to the other platforms. Okay, so if somebody was just starting out, because I have a lot of beginner entrepreneurs who mm-hmm. join in, what, when you say YouTube, what am I doing? Yeah, so here's what you're going to do. Um, first of all, you get very clear on who you're going to serve. So get clear on that audience, because I think that that's step one, and most people fall short on that. Um, once you get clear on that, you, you build out a list of people who are your ideal competition prospects, right? After that, you find out what's working in the space, Okay. And then what you're going to do is you are going to find topics that those people have been using and you're going to go to Google. If you have no funds, I'm talking about if you have zero funds, right? I want to help people who are at zero funds, right? You have zero funds. You want to build a personal brand to one day help serve you and your business and your people, right? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to Google and let's just say you want to talk about Facebook ads, right? Facebook ads is your topic. You're going to go to Google and you're going to type in Facebook ads and the letter A and you're going to get a list of search queries. And you go Facebook ads, B, and you're going to get another list. So now what you're going to do is you're going to see literally all the, the topics that people are looking up on. Then all you do is just pick those topics and create content around it. And then you just, post, and you just publish it on this platform, which is YouTube. You can pick any platform, right? But I would advise if you're starting off, pick YouTube and then repurpose your way into the other platforms and build your omnipresence. I love that. So is that what you do now as a company? Yeah. So what we do as a company is we, um, we help brands you know, obviously personify their message across different platforms, right? So um, they might only be working with one because I find, look, content distribution is difficult. Like people don't understand to build a personal brand, it takes a team, right? So you, you really need somebody to come in and really show you and build systems in your business so that you can actually take the workload. So you can free up your mind, right? Like Forbes, you're a very creative person, right? Like, that's your forte. Like you, you being able to pitch people and talk to people, that's what you're good at. There's no point in you being there trying to write out captions and, and doing all that stuff. That's just a waste of your time. So bring in the right people to help build out your, 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 your personal brand, I think is the biggest advice I can give people. You know what I think we need to cultivate is we need to cultivate a pool of people that we all, I think, collectively train. I almost want to say... You know, we have a thing we're launching called the Ultimate Pitch Academy or the Ultimate Academy, actually, is what it will be called ultimately. Uh, And I think in there, I'm going to find an arena to train people because not everyone deserves their, all their personal brands. Some people like to work for You're people. Right. I need people who are copywriters and ad writers and not every, because it's an awful lot of work to maintain a personal brand. And not everyone needs one, deserves one, wants one. The upkeep on it is massive. And the right. ROI might be very small, which you probably learned when your business is crashed and burned, is that not everybody is everything. Mm-hmm. But I find the statement that you just said, because I talk to a lot of people, generationally, there's a big gap. If you were born in the time when the cell phone was already here, you think differently than those of us when it was tied to a wall. We just do. Mm -hmm. Just listen to the way you're talking. And everyone's like, oh, Forbes, you shouldn't be doing everything. Because when you're a solopreneur, you are the marketing, you're the photo taker, you're the content creator, and you take out the garbage and you cook yourself dinner. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. And And it's easy for someone to say, don't do those things. Don't do what you're not good at. But if you don't know how to hire, you don't get the right help for those things. Yeah, I think personally, like with the businesses, um, something that I noticed was, and this is only like in the last two years was, you know, we used to come in and maybe we'd help them through paid ads, get their message out there, right? And that's what we would do. And we showed them ways in which they would get results with, right? But then they'd be like, oh, but I have a problem with my funnel or I have a problem with, 
you know, the guy who writes my captions, the gal who, who does my emails. I'm just struggling in them areas. So something that I'm personally and my team is working on for Q2 of this year is literally a system, a process where we come in, we take you on board. You, all you got to do is focus on your forte. So crafting out content so that we can then take it and, and blast it out to the masses. So you don't have to worry about a funnel. You don't have to worry about writing it, posting it, repurposing it. We do all of that from A to Z. That's, wow. I want to simplify it. Literally to the point where our clients understand that their sole job is to understand who their dream client is and what are the conversations that they're having in their head and how can we enter those conversations through our content and then from there it's our job to just get it out there well and that's a big undertaking to do it all i will tell you as i'm literally sitting here formulating i think that you should connect with my team my daughter and her team because i think one of the best things that I can offer people, aside from all the things that I do, whether it's teaching you branding or how to be on camera or basically how to pitch, mm-hmm. uh, is to enroll a, a, a university kind of system where we can train people to do the jobs that we want them to do because your company can't do it all for everyone either. And no, I don't no. So the I way... Sorry, sorry for interrupting. But the way that we envision it is we're going to pick... Is, the biggest problem for most brands is consistency, right? With their content, right? Okay. So if we can bring that element, so when it comes to getting that con- piece of content out, um, repurposing to different platforms, having the captions ready, having it optimized for the different platforms and just have that system in play. Now, everything else, uh, like the funnel, the email, we will obviously give a hand on, and you're right. We will not be able to satisfy on everything from A to Z, right? It's impossible unless you need a massive team to do that. And right now we're just not there. Um, but, but do you think that you could help train other people's teams? Yes, 100%. Like, I think that's missing in my world. I mean, I hear Baz, he read, hire your weaknesses. Let me tell you something. Hiring is one of my weaknesses. And hiring people who are talented enough, who are trained enough yeah. to do the work without having to always train. For example, and I just, I, I think I, it's not in university. Obviously, people are going to university. I don't know what the ROI on studying another a foreign language, calculus and astronomy really is. Mm-hmm. But for example, when we were doing our e-card today, uh, which beautiful, if you have not seen the e-card that Voice America sent out, I had her crop your picture because initially your head was all, there was a lot of space. And then when my, my head, she sent the wrong image. It was, it's, a verti- it's a vertical space. Mm-hmm. She sent them a horizontal picture. And so it looks really small. And I thought, I don't want to have to say every detail. I yeah. want people who are trained to understand that this is going to happen. This is what you need to be thinking about. Here's how things fit in holes. It just, there's such minutia things that I think there needs to be a training where I can keep put, cause I could, I could harness this out to lots of people. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I know needs, unless you a piece of what you already know, the overarching thing I think you teach or you do, but isn't it be nice to have a pool of copywriters, a pool of graphic artists who not only understand yeah. just graphic arts, like you went to art school, but no, graphic arts for Instagram, graphic arts for YouTube. Gra- it seems like it's missing in the institutions. Like how uh, do you really train people? I think um, you are 100% right. And I think the, it's so difficult, especially when you talk about like branding yourself online, there's so many elements that goes into it, right? There's graphics, there's uh, video content, imagery, photography, videography, editing. So I really think that if we look at it in that context, you are 100% right, Forbes. We can only pick a certain few areas that we can focus on and really um, teach people. And actually, so one of my mentors who, who does it, Jeremy Haynes, I don't know if you know him, is very successful. A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so Jeremy does this actually. And, and now that you said that, it really reminded me of him. So what he does was, he created a program where he would teach people how to become marketers, right? And now what he does is he now has a pool of marketers that when he needs help, let's say YouTube, oh, there's, there's a lesser, he does YouTube, let's pick him up, right? So I think that you are 100% right that that is needed, especially today, because everybody's trying to transition to the online, but unfortunately not everybody has the knowledge or don't even know where to start, right? So if you have somebody... Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what I want to call this, but I'm listening to, con, to con, things like, uh, one of my girls says Fiverr. Let me tell you something. 
It's a thing. I go to Fiverr and I love, I use it for all kinds of things, but it's not a thing. Fiverr is not a school. Fiverr is the courtyard that all the kids come to play yeah. in. Hey, are you good with that? Are you good with that? I almost want to say that when you find someone that's good and I've got a great, oh my gosh, I have a woman who changed my little YouTube world that now that every time I give her a YouTube video, I come back with 2000 views. They're awesome. real, She's but she knows how to harness Google AdSense in a way I never did. So I want to take this woman and put her into this collective pool that anyone could come to me and say, hey, you need to up your videos. Here's the team that does that. Or here's the team that does the graphics right. Because all of my graduates, they're getting the knowledge of branding. I'm, yeah. But wow, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm onto something here because I am tired. I hired a guy to hire guys. He literally is my yeah. hiring guy. I'm like, oh my God, seriously? All he does all the so right. screen people. Like Forbes, you are so right. Like I think that if you were able to cr create a pool of people, uh, I think the key element here is what you just you said prior was, which was like you can train other people's teams. Because uh, in the last ten years, as an agency, the biggest thing that we ran into was people already have teams, right, and they don't want somebody else to come in and overtake that team, right? Because realistically, if you're building a big brand, whether it be business or personal you're going to have to have an in-house team at some point. So, oh, absolutely. Right? It's just the, the biggest, I, I hate seeing all these, I don't like using the word, but online gurus say that you can have a 100% digital online presence uh, just from the comfort of your home. Yeah, if you want to play small, but if you right. want to play with the big dogs, if you want to pay, play against Forbes Riley, Forbes Riley's got a big team behind her. She just mentioned a couple of them. Try it, right? It's not going to work, right? So I think if, if you can teach people on that team, well, and I'll tell you something else about the team. See, this is where I am. I've got a massive learning curve for me personally that's going on. And luckily, I've hired uh, a, a lot of these things. And But I know that what I'm suffering from and I've always suffered from is what everyone else is. And I've got a lot of people who are, I mean, literally the comments are pouring in right now. <laughs> Dimple's like, I love this idea. Lynn's like, awesome. And yeah, Alessia, we are creating something right Let's here. Let's do it. No, and I'll tell you what, because one of the biggest things that I've had to do is I my partner is an implementer. And so mm -hmm. things that... I never learned any of this in school and I spent yeah. a decade, a wasted decade hiring agencies to th said they could do this, said they could do that, but it's not how it works. You do no. need in-house people. You need people who are your people. I love this conversation, by the way. And my partner is an implementer. Now that alone is the big differential that no one explained to me. I'm a visionary. I'm going to say, if you're an entrepreneur, do you agree that you're an, a visionary? hundred percent. You got to see it before other people see it. Right. Then you need someone to implement it. Your implementer does not need to be a visionary. They need to be yeah. an implementer. And one of the things that my implementation team is now teaching the visionary is Forbes. People are not mind readers. Your graphic artists, you're this copy, they're coming in, but they don't know. So there's a, an onboarding period that we've created, an onboarding manual, and then a grace period where we actually, I have no patience. I really don't. <laughs> Well, I didn't, who here, raise your hand in my, in my group here right now as you're listening. There's hundreds of people listening that you did not know what SOP meant. I'm a college graduate with two degrees, poli sci and history and communication. What the heck was an SOP? And then I've had several people talk to me, you need an SOP. Well, now I understand, Forbes. Rather than doing the thing yourself, which I'm good at, I mean, I will outwork you. That's how I got to where I am, which is a waste of my time, I know. But I would get so mad. People say, well, Forbes, don't waste your time. I'm like, if I don't do it, it never gets done. It doesn't get done right. Does this sound familiar to every entrepreneur? Oh, this is, this is music to my ears, Forbes. So what you have to do, and it's painful. This is like a teeth extraction. Rather than do the thing you're going to do, create the system of what you're doing as you do it. Oh, my gosh. Actually, now that you say that, I have a book right here that changed my life on this. And I want to give it, show it to the group. This is what, it's Emit by Michael E. Gerber. Okay, Michael Gerber is an old friend of mine. That Michael is, says, okay. if you need systems, if you need systems, read that book. Michael's it will big takeaway. Yep, his big takeaway is he used to talk to doctors and lawyers who are graduate college all the time with big fancy degrees, but they didn't realize they have to do payroll. They have to mm -hmm. hire a front office manager. And he used to say that they're not entrepreneurs. They had an entrepreneurial seizure. <laughs> so if it. you are a YouTube creator, you're not an entrepreneur. You're a YouTube creator. You're a guy who's like, I got great ideas. You had an entrepreneurial seizure. So we're gonna solve. I think we're gonna start solving this. Mm -hmm. I like. I literally spoke to my group. I have an academy called the Billionaire Coach Academy, where um, literally this week that's what we spoke about. Right? It was talk talk I have about a billionaire system. business academy. Are we the same person? 
Mm, maybe. We're building a coach academy. Maybe we can coach your academy. <laughs> I love it. Um, but... Um, what we spoke about this week was really systems, right? And building an SOP. And I really realized this week was a real eye-opener for me. Like they didn't really care about, you know, the systems, the marketing tricks, uh, how to run ads, all this thing. It's like, oh, you have a system. And now I don't have to like lift a finger. That's so cool. And I can bring somebody in and they can actually learn. The way we do it is we actually do even video breakdowns and we have a wrote down word for word. It's dummy proof. Dummy proof. And literally it comes in, if they make a mistake, it's on them then. We, we showed them how to do it. And do you know how painful it is? I, I, I appreciate systems, but if you're a creator, systems is like, it's like taking a needle. It's like, don't touch me, don't mm-hmm. touch me. So it is interesting how you need both sides of these to be very, I love that you have a billionaire a coach academy. I've got billionaire business academy. <laughs> my now, my, well, my new company is called Ultimate Academy. Mm. Under that, we have the Ultimate Brand Academy, the Ultimate Pitch Academy, because I do Ooh. think there's so many things that you need to know that no one has ever really taught any of us. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. It's, um, it's, I think, you know, for me as well, the coaching academy has been just such an eye-opener, right? Getting to know people and their businesses and, and exactly what that book talks about, right? People don't have systems. And that's why they crash and burn. They don't, they don't, trust me, they don't have systems. They're not really branded. They just want something. And that's why I said to you, I don't want someone, I don't, at this point in my life, I don't ask you questions. I tell you, here's mm-hmm. what you need. Here's it. what the end in mind should be for you. You want to sit home and have this happen. You want to wake up in the morning. And I'll tell you a funny story about Russell. So I had, I had ClickFunnels for two years. And it doesn't matter what landing page thing that you have. Anybody, you know, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of systems. But my daughter and I had built pretty pictures. We were doing art projects called Funnels. And we would lay them out and we did them. We never really launched any. I had no idea how to really buy a Facebook ad or, and not that I didn't know how to buy it, but once you buy it, how you manage it, how you look at yeah. this, that's a whole nother department. I didn't have that department. So we made a hundred funnels, maybe made a couple thousand dollars, right? Well, she sat me down in the middle of COVID and said, mom, I'm going to build out everything for you in the right way. And so we built my pitch training class, right? I launched my class on one night with 25 people. I charged them $19 to come. And I have a $1,000 course that I've been teaching the course for years, just never really online in a Zoom mm-hmm. training. So I taught it one night, first real kind of webinar master class. I woke up the next morning, Alessio, and I opened up my ClickFunnels. And I'm used to seeing $100, $200, There was $25K there. Mm-hmm. And I looked at McKenna and I said, what's a K? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I never seen a K. What's a K? I love it. I love it. That's $25,000. And I'm like, are you telling me that everyone that I talked to bought the program? And she's like, mom, why wouldn't they? And I'm like, do you know at the end of that month, Alessio, there was 100 K. I know what K, I know what M stands for. I know what B stands for. I've watched both of those, but I didn't know K. And I will tell you my life changed when I began to embrace everything that we're talking about today. So we do need to take another quick break. Are we loving Alessio? I've got Tatum and Lynn and so many people. Are you guys listening? Is your whole team listening as yeah, well? Yeah, they're listening, definitely. Good, because this, I'm going to give you the entire hour. I'm having so much fun. Give another big thank, to, thank you to Glenda for me. Oh, Glenda, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, you're awesome. Yeah, all right. We'll be right back after this message. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. We are back. You know, we, we, we simulcast on Facebook, and we, we don't stop. We continue to talk. And, I've, and Alessio, you need to hear this. So Lynn's like, go, go, Alessio. You should repeat what you just said on air. And I'm going to share. I do want you to repeat some of the things that you said. So for all my entrepreneurs listening, this is a podcast. You'll see this on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. I want you to comment. Always ask for more uh, and tell us how we're doing. I love five stars, just five stars. If you don't have anything less, Keep it to yourself. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that you just said is that your motivation changed. Now, here's the crazy thing. I am 61 years old. Come on, tell me. I don't look it. No, you don't look it. You're about 29 max. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So your parents taught you too well. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I'm happy to be 40. The point of that is that in my 20s, this is the biggest problem I see. And I think I said this on stage in front of a lot of young people recently because I'm a pretty brash out there speaker. I speak on platforms with the best, the Tony Robbins, Gary V's, Grant Cardone's, I'm on all their stages. As a woman, you know, I'm probably the only one that looks really good in high heels out of all of them, except for Gary V. No, never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the truth is there's a big difference between men and women. And there's a little bit of an age gap between what's coming up right now and the wisdom of the ages. When in my 20s, I was living at Club Med, making $15 a day learning how to scuba dive, water ski, playing tennis and golf and having the most amazing time ever. Didn't really care to drive. We didn't even have cars. Who cared? I'm living on an island in Turks and Caicos. I don't need a Lamborghini. And I think, unfortunately, what's happened is this drive for success in your 20s in the digital space is insane and hurtful. And you had just said, and I want you to repeat this, that you were going for the money, going for the money like so many young people grind because they see the young guys with the big cars and the big houses. Guys, that's not living a life, just to no. be clear. And so what happened to you? You were doing all that, woke up one day, and what happened? So what happened was I woke up one day, and I was no longer satisfied with my work, right? And it just, it, it, I, I can't really describe the feeling. It was just so difficult for me to, I, st- I still loved what I did, but I just, I felt that something was missing. So I really, I, I had built up a team. We were doing awesome. We were literally ready to dominate um, even more than what we were doing, and and what happened was I purposefully broke the team down. And I, and I remember, I, I remember it was one of the hardest things I had to do, right? Cause you imagine you got right to the top and then you're like, no, I got to break it down because I wasn't satisfied anymore. And it led me to ask questions and it made me realize that I was chasing my business for the wrong reason. My why was first cars, the watches, the holidays, showing people, the girls, whatever. Right. And it wasn't until one day I walked into my parents' place and I looked at them, right? And my parents did okay. They did like successfully, like let's call it in a small business term. Um, and I looked at them and they were still working crazy hours. They were still working crazy, but they could easily retire. I was like, why? And you see, they emigrated at such a young age. My mom was six, my dad was 17. And it was at a time when there was no technology. When you moved, you were gone. Like you had no, like you left that country for 10 years. So when, she, when I looked at them and I said to myself, like, why did they do it? And they said, it was to give my brother and I the opportunity, right? To give them a better life. And for me, my wife instantly changed that day. And it was like, I want my parents to wake up in the morning, look themselves in the mirror and say, we made the right choice. And you're everything cry, my darling. You're going to make me cry. That was it. That, that, that changed my, um, 
And that's why I have, I have such a passion for what I'm doing now. And I'm really, that's why I set those audacious goals because I have something now that is just my fuel. Like I, I, I'm, nobody's going to get in my way. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you well, to try it. Well, it's a powerful, when your why is that untouchable, because it's never about the cars and the money. Because I'll tell you what, the no. cars sit in the garage, the, the rings, it's never about that. There is a different level of that. And you can't tell somebody what their why should be. My daughter came to hers many years ago when she saw how hard I was working and the life. And I was involved. I, I enrolled a lot of digital tech people who thought nothing of financially screwing me over, looking at me going, oh, we'll just take her money and not deliver. And it was very hurtful because I'm a very heart-centric human being. And it was bad. And she, I know she made a decision because she met a lot of these guys and she was really good. She was in tech when she was 12 years old. That's seven years ago. Yeah. And she made a secret pledge to herself that she was going to make her mom happy. That's a very yeah. nice pledge. And she, she also said to me, Alessia, this is interesting because when I was a young girl, my mom was held up in our house at gunpoint. My dad had been in the hospital for three years. Two guys at gunpoint stole everything from us, all my mom's jewelry. And it, my mom was very sad after that. And so whenever I would look at jewelry, I had a personal emotional negative thing that would happen to me. Um, and when I would get jewelry, like my ex-husband would give me something nice and beautiful, it would actually make me uncomfortable and I would hide it. And he's like, why don't you wear it? And I'm like, wow, I have to figure this out. My daughter saw that. And she, we would also joke around, we would see girls with big engagement rings and we would just, you know, I would notice them, but I didn't want any of that. Mm -hmm. And one day she said, mom, I'm gonna get you a piece of jewelry for every year that I'm here. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute little girl. Well, we're at an event one day and we're in Las Vegas and she's now separated from her dad and I'm on my own. And she, we walk into a, a, a jewelry store in Vegas and I look at a ring. She's like, do you like that one? I'm like, oh, it's gorgeous. And she said, all right. She calls the guy over. She's 16, 15. And she said, how much is that? He said, $26,000. And she said, I'll take one. Just not right now. And I looked at her <laughs> thinking, oh, that's so cute. I love it. A couple of years later, she bought me a beautiful diamond necklace for one of my, for Christmas, and I was stunned with her own money. But she had a bigger dream in mind, and she's not kidding when she says she wants her mom, because I help so many people. I know what I do. We both know what I do. But I let my own happiness for many years go. I wasn't involved with anybody. I was just grinding, like you said, for my kids, for myself, mm -hmm. to maintain myself. I also went through the death of a, of a bonus son that I raised. So I had my own issues, right? Yeah. Birthday last year, and I'm going to start to cry. She says, mom, I want to take you out to lunch. She's 18 years old. She said, this is my own money. I bought you a present. I don't want you to get upset. I designed it. It's all me. And I want you to have it. And she, we're at PF Chang's and she opens up the, I open up this box. It's a ring box with a light in it. Alessio, this is inside of it. That's insane. That's crazy. It is the kind of a beautiful three-tier diamond ring that we'd always looked at. And she's like, mom, I just want you to be happy. That's and I want you, we tell the story. We did well last year. She did really well. That it's not about the money, but it was about just understanding we will always look at this and know how hard. I mean, we, we had to work 12 to 18 hours a day in what we did. But the sense being able to tell this story that this little girl wanted her mom to be happy to me is like everything. So I get that from you. So I'm just going to honor who and what you are in your relationship with your parents. Of course. And I think that, you know, oftentimes in entrepreneurship, you know, there is that time when you have to grind it out, right? Um, I believe that we all have to pay success tax at some point. Ooh, uh, ooh, right? did you make that up? Yeah, no, success wow. tax is one, something that I use a lot. You got to pay success tax before you get your goal, right? So that you guys working hard together not only solidified your bond with your daughter, which obviously was already awesome, but you just took it to a whole nother level. And now... You just had to live that experience with, with your daughter where she, she gave you that ring, right? And that's, that's insane. Like that's, that's stuff that is entrepreneurship. It's, it's not the money. It's right. not how much that ring costs. It's that moment in time that you created with your daughter. Oh, absolutely. I will never forget that. I, you know, and I look at other young kids and I look at what our relationship, in fact, we're looking at doing a mother-daughter summit. Awesome. Uh, I haven't put it together, just throwing it out there to all of you, Be or um, just even a mother kid, because I also have a son, your parents have a son. Um, the idea of what is this next generational thing like? How much should we listen to them? How much can they influence her? And maybe it'll be around the, the book that she's launching called Every Company Needs a Kid. I love it. So you, you know, I want to say under 30 qualifies as a kid. 
And I want to say that if you're, at, so, you know, it's funny, I was started the story earlier that I was on stage and was talking about brands. And I looked at this audience of young 20-year-olds and I said, you got to knock it off. You don't have a brand. You're not, you're 20, how, how old are you? Really? Stop worrying about what your brand is. You said something earlier, Forbes, which is so true. Not everybody deserves a brand, right? Because let's, but what I mean by that is, let's just say you want to put yourself out as an expert, Right. That takes time. Like if you're trying to put yourself out as a business expert and you're 18, you have no business experience, nobody's going to believe you. You've got to pay that success tax, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to quote you on that one. That is, I've never Take heard it. that before. Did you create <laughs> that for real? I, I think I might have heard it somewhere. Maybe not success tax, but I just, I don't know. It stuck with me one day and I've been using it ever since. It's good. I'll tell you what, we've just spurned a whole new conversation between Andrea and Laura and Dimple and all the people out there who have mother. Maybe it is just mother and daughter because maybe it's a girl maybe. thing. We'll do mother, son at some other point. But I know we need to do this because I think we're at a wild time where we've spent so much time at home with our family, never before in history. You mm -hmm. know, my kids, I had the ultimate honor of them having the worst senior year ever. <laughs> they were in my home. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what, I know they didn't get to do the senior dance and the senior this, but I, I formed companies with my kids. I formed a bond that will never be broken. And I cherish the time we spent together. Yeah, it's awesome. Far and so, and by the way, you don't have to technically be somebody. I'll adopt you. You can be my next son. It's okay, no problem. You know, that's kind of fun. Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, at some point, are you looking forward to starting a family of your own? Yeah, of course. It's definitely, it's definitely something that I, you know, it's, it's something that at this time of my life, I'm looking at and I'm just like, eventually I want to, to have somebody, kids, whether male, it doesn't matter. Once they're healthy, and I can just, through my experience, give them a way to, to experience life the way I did um, and just go out there and just live the life they want. I love this. All right, we've got a few minutes to the end of my show, which seems to have gone way too fast. What's one thing every entrepreneur should be thinking about? How to become better. better like you what? literally have to be obsessed with becoming better. In mm. all, and I believe that there's four pillars that you should be becoming better in health, okay. wealth, love, and happiness. Most entrepreneurs only focus on one or two. Focus on all four, and uh, you will live a life of happiness. Well, Mr. Lesser, we have two minutes left. You've already gotten an opportunity. If you go to my Facebook page, Lynn is offering you to come speak at her next event. Kind of crazy. Awesome. Right? And I uh, would love to take this offline that you come and maybe talk to my mastermind. Last week, we had naked mastermind. I will, <laughs> I don't know if Glenda told you about that. You did not tell me about I that. I have guests and I would love to guest on yours as well. Maybe even figure out how yeah. we can build an empire together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I'm definitely down for collaborating. Um, you know, again, it's a, this is what it's about, right? It's helping each other out and just rising to the top. You know, it's so funny because your, your Irish is coming out. So it's funny. Is it? It's coming out? Yeah. Well, here at Forbes, I actually did a gift for everybody who's on here. Can okay. I give it to them? Yes. So if you guys either, there's two places you can come. You can come to my Facebook group, Billionaire Coach Academy, doc, uh, Billionaire Coach Academy on Facebook, or go to my Instagram, Alessio, A-L-E-S-S-I-O underscore Z-Z-I, and DM me the word content. I'm going to give you 2,500 social media templates for free. Oh, I, we're also there. All right. You know what? So that'll all be in our show gift. notes. So love this. We have got 30 seconds left uh, to all my friends and family and everyone who tuned in. We had a lot of people come and watch today. Glenda, I want to say thank you very much thank for being you, such Glenda. a dear friend and supporter. Alessio, give your parents a hug from me. I will. Uh, they did a really, really good job. And I think that's how we raise the next generation. You know, kids are only 10% of our population, but they're in fact 100% of our future. Let's not mess it up. I love that. All right. On that note, guys, I will see you next time right here on the Forbes Factor. We focus on health wealth and happiness and today was a pretty amazing show bye everybody thank you for making the forbes factor an important part of your week be sure to join forbes riley again next wednesday at 2 p.m eastern time and 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america influencers channel we'll see you again soon